It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Trey Burke, quick action gives the favors. Top of the key, ball fakes Azili, now fires. It hits! Oh, Derek Favors, don't do me like that! Jazz within two. Vivid Smart on Arena on their feet! It's locked on Jazz for the 30th of June. The madness of free agency is looming. We'll break down all the latest situations and the rumors. We'll give you the Jazz game plan as they enter into an aggressive and active free agency period and get you ready for the madness that starts at midnight Eastern, 10 o'clock Mountain. It is Locked on Jazz. How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. Thanks so much for tuning in to Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Podcast Network increasing again today. Locked On Heat debuts. Locked On Thunder is there with their third episode. Fred Katz doing a great job. Locked On Nick set the record last night for the largest debut, and they've got more news for you. So tell your friends about it. This is really a tribute to you guys. Your support of Locked On Jazz has allowed this network to build. It's growing. We're up to 12, 13 teams. More announcements to come. Uh, hopefully getting all 30. So thank you very much for your support of Locked On Jazz. So tell your friends about it, subscribe, and the rest. And also, you guys, I cannot thank you enough for the amazing reviews. They make such a big deal. Not only the five stars, but the reviews on iTunes and every place else uh, have just really vaulted Locked on NBA and Locked on Jazz uh, to uh, big places uh, along the way. So really, really cool stuff. Wait one second. I need to send... um I need to send a text. One of my sources just uh, is calling me sources. Sources. Um, so I have to, you know, make sure he knows that I'm responding to what he has to say. Uh, the uh, so all right. Uh, so where 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 were we along the way on all of that? Uh, <laughs> so anyway. Uh, Show today, I'm going to uh, do our regular stuff, but then we're going to give you the Jazz game plan and what the rules are, word is around the league um, as well. So thank you. And uh, Locked on NBA, the NBA scout came on, and we went tier by tier, free agency, and broke them all down. So let me, uh, let's hit it. Let's get to our favorite part of every day, which is pins across the world. You can email me at dlock09 at gmail.com with your pins across uh, the world. I always, I always want to hear it. Uh, this one's a fun one. This one comes from Shandon. My mom got my name from Shandon Anderson. I'm 18 years old, and you can put a pin in Tonga. 
I currently live in Riverton, Utah, but starting on July 13th, I will be on an LDS mission in Tonga for two years. My parents always joke with people that the thing I will miss most while I'm on my mission will be the jazz. I keep telling them they shouldn't joke about it because outside my family and friends, it's completely true. If we could just hit pause for the NBA for the next two years, I would honestly be the happiest person on earth. You don't think you should be wearing your wireless headphones and walking the streets of Tonga listening to Locked On Jazz on your mission? Probably not good. My most prominent memory... from before the last five or six years was easily went to the Western Conference Finals against the Spurs. I remember before game four, my friend and I were talking about how they were going to be the first team to come back from 3-0, and of course, it didn't happen, and I cried like a baby. Nowadays, my dad and I watch every game. We actually got to listen to you call the Houston game, which was just amazing. We were driving with the whole family when we heard the Harden had missed the shot, went crazy inside the car, almost gave the rest of the family a heart attack. Great game, great experience because of the passion of your call. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, he was also in the building for the the uh, Dallas game at the end of the year, uh, and super disappointed that we lost. Thanks for all you do. Expect to be calling at least a conference final game when I get back. Uh, I was just wondering if on your empty the noggin, you could include the score and your current record with each game. Because of the LDS mission rules, I'm not going to be able to listen to games or basically have any news about the team. But I told my dad that he has to copy and paste at least empty the noggin into emails he sends me so I can get some stuff. This year, Shandon, you will have the Jazz record uh, and some basic facts on each game. I will include the leading scores and the record and maybe a key play. And I'll change the empty of the noggin format a little bit for you on your mission. So that is a done deal for Shandon in Tonga for the next two years. And that is our pin across the world. Email us at dlock09 at gmail.com to do that as well. Uh, by the way, if you'd like to advertise on Locked on Jazz, you can email me at dlock09 at gmail.com. Devin Cash has been uh, advertising with us for a little while, uh, and he is uh, of equity real estate. and Really couldn't thank him enough uh, for his support of the program. We'll talk a little bit more about him in just a minute. All right, let's get to the Jazz Free Agency Game Plan. I, I've there, I can't reveal too much, uh, but I will tell you that the Jazz have a midnight plan. The Jazz will not be sitting there at 9 a.m. Pacific, 10 o'clock Mountain, idly. They will be uh, in interaction uh, with people. There are targets they have. They have a game plan. They've gotten great support. Uh, and so the Jazz are going to be active and aggressive and involved at midnight. Uh, so just know there's a game plan out there that this organization is busting. Let's talk about uh, some of the guys with the Jazz plan. I think you're going to see the first let, – let, let's go f- philosophy first. The first part of what we're talking about here is you've got to decide whether you want to go pay somebody 15 to $20 million a year, bring them in, have them expect to start – and then when you look at the group, and the group being Dante and George Hill and Rodney and Gordon Hayward and Favors and Lyles and Gobert, and if you think and Alec Burks in there a little bit, if you if you think of that only just because we don't know yet about Alec, uh, still if you look at that as the group, you bring in someone for fifteen or twenty million, is that player 
going to how what is the positives that player brings in contrast to him taking away some time minutes opportunity from the group that's that's the first decision you've got to make so if you're going to try to bring depth from the top down i've talked about the guy i talk about a lot in the trade is rudy gay and you bring rudy gay in well now you got to decide is rudy gay worth and this is a trade scenario but and i'm using him as an example because i've mentioned him a thousand times but is he worth bringing in Rodney then comes off the bench you're definitely slowing some development for Rodney you're making him probably the lead guy in the second unit does Rudy Gay bring you enough that that's worth it and then he's also on a one-year contract so that's the first kind of concept that you have to look at from the Jazz standpoint is are you if you're going to pay some guy 15 20 million dollars a year are you uh you know, first of all, he's going to be the high, one of the highest paid players on the team. Is, does that disrupt the roster? There's all sorts of concepts that this new free agency and the cap's going to do to rosters and staffs and things like that. But does he add to the group and what does he do to development? That's the first thing. So, uh, some, I think from everything I understand, uh, the first targets involved for the Jazz will likely be Luel Dang and Jared Dudley. Uh, again, now, do they, does that take away? From, Dang is probably 15 to 20 million. And, I think Dang's going to get multiple years. Now you're talking two, three, four years of uh, if Dang's suddenly getting that kind of money. Unlikely he's going to get it from Miami with Miami's uh, Hassan Whiteside and Kevin Durant pursuits. And so can you get in on Luel Dang? Is it appealing enough situation? Are you willing? Is he a three? Is he a four? Does he start as your three? It's great leadership, great veteran aspect of things. He bring does his experience Add to the development of the group in the sense that you suddenly have Luel Dang and George Hill, uh, if that would be possible, uh, that they suddenly would both be able, you know, to bring you that experience. This is a guy who's 30 years old. He's played in the league since he was 19. He's, he's an incredible worker. He's played on great defensive teams. He understands the effort. Uh, he, as we talked about the other day in the program, he's altered his game a little bit. He's played 62 playoff games. So he's been in major, major moments of his career. Uh, does he bring in kind of that veteran element? Now, how many years? Because we have a salary problem coming in a few years. So what number, what does it take? Elements are there. He's, you know, he's the only other concern. He's at 29,000 minutes, regular season minutes. So he placed, he's probably got three more good years before he slows down, though he did come into the league at 19. Uh, so that's an interesting name there. Jared Dudley's another possibility. He's probably not going to get as many years. He has not always been a starter. Is he more willing to come off the bench and assimilate into the roster uh, in a way that might work a little bit better? He's a little bit older. He's uh, not not a lot, just a little bit, 31 years old. Um, he's played less minutes. Uh, he's always been kind of a halftime starter, halftime bench guy, so maybe that works. He's a great shooter, 40%. So those are probably targets one and two. Uh, Ryan Anderson has always been on the Jazz radar. He was on the Jazz radar last year during the trade deadline. Uh, I, I suspect... He's going to want a max deal, and he's going to want to start. It would take a complete roster overhaul for the Jazz if they're going to go down the line of Ryan Anderson, but worth mentioning. Solomon Hill has been mentioned um, a lot in in this 
you know, we've talked about him a lot. It makes sense. Play, that one's different, though. That's a player you see that you like, his skill set, his energy, his effort. You believe your staff can develop him and that he can work uh, age appropriately with the other guys and complement the group. So that's one where you're deciding instead of bringing somebody, we're going to complement the group and allow the group to still be the rising factor. So the, those are kind of the primary guys we've all heard about. Luol Deng, uh, Jared Dudley, uh, Solomon Hill. Now the question, I've mentioned the Rudy Gay kind of player. Is there other guys out there on the market that you can go find that fit, that maybe have some experience? And then you've got to decide, can you find, are the, if you're going to go pay somebody 15 to 20 million, they want to start, they want to be a part, how much do they add to the group versus slowing some of the development? Are there guys that can bring that same veteran savvy, bring that same experience, bring that same talent level, maybe assimilate into the group? You know, the Jazz need to add a wing player uh, in the sense that they need to bring a player who is a uh, – gives them a little – Joe Ingles right now is your fourth wing. Uh, Joe Ingles is fine as your fourth wing. What he's not fine at is, is your third wing. And if you have a single injury, he's back being your third wing. So you've got to be able to give a little bit more depth. And can you look around and find somebody who is that type of player who adds that? Maybe maybe there's a veteran out there. There's some on the back end of their career that can fit in that. The other wild card to keep an eye on is the Durant aspect. So if Miami's trying to get Durant, they've got to move Josh McRoberts. If the Warriors are trying to get Durant, do they have to move Andre Iguodala? If San Antonio is getting Durant, who do they have to move? If the Clippers have to get Durant, who they have to move J.J. Redick. What, who are the players that suddenly aren't going to be re-signed to their teams or available, um, you know, in that realm? Looking down the small forwards uh, of players and free agents, kind of to what I was just talking about, are there other guys that become available? So when you talk about the small forward aspect of things, you know, you're, you suddenly have an Alan Crabb is restricted free agent, probably too hard to go get. Um, but on your next tier, there's some interesting players. Chase Buttinger, uh, maybe, uh, Wesley Johnson, maybe, uh, Alonzo G, maybe, Lance Thomas, maybe, uh, those aren't great, but they might be some depth at the fourth wing, uh, along the way. Alan Anderson is a player, uh, that I really like, uh, as well in that mix. So th- those are some of the, the ideas, uh, that are out there. Uh, Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate has been a great supporter of the show. And if you're in the market for a house, I'd love it if you felt comfortable supporting, uh, Devin Cash or at least talking to Devin Cash and seeing if it matches, uh, with what you want. This guy is, is a big supporter of Locked On Jazz. He's, he's a realtor for you. He's going to do great work for you. You know, take the time. Call him at 801-759-1495. Maybe you'll find out you don't mesh. That's cool. But give him an opportunity. 801-759-1495. And if you buy or sell a house with him, he'll give you two free jazz season tickets. So that makes him a good dude uh, right away. Uh, it's a good time to buy and sell. First thing you want Devin to do if you're going to sell your house is have him give a market analysis, help you determine your house's value, really understand where you're coming from. And then Devin will walk you through the process. He'll be involved with you each step of the way. You're not dealing with his secretary's receptionist He's not stepping away. He's not rushing you so he can get to the next client. That's not how he works. So give Devin a call. If you're in the market to uh, buy or sell a home, 801-759-1495, and see if he might be your guy that can help you out uh, and take you through this process, this exciting, fun, but at times stressful process of buying and selling a home. Uh, 
Charity and Ryan did that with Devin. Uh, they really said that he uh, was terrific, both in purchasing and selling the house. Uh, he reduced the worry uh, in the sometimes stress. He was tireless with his hard work, kindness in every interaction, and made them feel supported every step of the way. That's Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate, 801-759-1495. Uh, All right, big picture, free agency. Uh, There's a few things that are interesting on the market, just on the the whole marketplace. One is that you have a surplus of centers in a marketplace that doesn't want centers anymore and a lack of wings in a marketplace that needs wings. So that's going to make things uh, really interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, There is... So there's tons of money and an opposite interest and demand than what the market is presenting. And I think that's going to be the number one story, big picture of how this plays. Number two story is, are any teams going to be radically changed? Oklahoma City if they lose Durant. Memphis if they lose Conley. Dallas if they strike out on some of the guys they want. Are there going to be teams that are radically changed, that open up gaps in the Western Conference or Atlanta in the Eastern Conference uh, with if they lose Al Horford with free agency. The value of the fifth year is going to be a huge storyline. Restricted free agents, other people are going to be able to get fifth year deals uh, and that uh, that fifth year deal is going to suddenly be able to be the, the just the money number that's so enormous on the back end of these deals that I think it's going to be uh, difficult for players to move. It will restrict player movement. I think there's one uh, one other story that I think will be uh, over-talked about is that of salary floor. Uh, I don't. I think that's overstated. Teams aren't going to worry about it. If they don't have the right player, they're not just going to sign someone to get there. And the other one I think is going to be most interesting as the year goes on is the impact on coaches. When you suddenly sign a player for 15 or $20 million, that coach is going to feel like he's got to play him. And you're going to be overpaying players and their their salary is not going to be equal to their value, and it's going to be really interesting uh, to see how that plays out. Here are some of the rumors that were floating around last night. Mike Conley meeting with Dallas. Dallas's dream scenario is to uh, come up with Mike Conley, Hassan Whiteside to play with Dirk and rebuild that franchise. Uh, it'll be interesting to see Conley. Frankly, from the Jazz standpoint, you probably like Conley to go anywhere but Dallas, but out of Memphis. That would be your best-case scenario as a Jazz fan uh, to have him go. But that's going to be a huge one, I think, for the Jazz to watch. If Dallas can rebuild, making the playoffs is going to be tough. Houston, Memphis, New York, and New Orleans are all interested in meeting with Eric Gordon, who I think would have been high on the Jazz list before the George Hill trade. Kent Bazemore, Bucks, Grizzlies, Nets, Pelicans, Rockets again, Hawks, and Magic. I think that'll be a hard one uh, for the Hawks to get. Uh, Horford talk to Detroit is real. Detroit does want to get involved in the Al Horford uh, situation, so we'll see how that plays out. And then uh, finally, Joakim Noah, very heavy rumors that he's heading to New York for $18 million a year. So that's where we sit. It's going to be wild. Follow me on Twitter at Locked On Sports. Follow uh, a lot of the other uh, podcasts we have out there on the Locked On Network and see Podcast Network and see what's going on with their teams. Durant's meetings have been set. They're going to run through Saturday. I don't think this impacts the Jazz at all, other than players becoming available. Uh, and uh, you know, in that sense, 
if Durant's going to Miami and suddenly Josh McRoberts is available, does it slow down what the Jazz are doing otherwise? I don't think so. Uh, one other note. Sorry, I meant to put this in earlier. I think it's really important about the Jazz. You're, when you're signing players, you're weighing against extensions uh, for the players. Uh, so we've been talking a lot about extensions and whether the Jazz should be giving extensions to George Hill and Derek Favors. The one thing you better do, if you're going to make sure that you're holding off the money, you better make sure that you can sign that player to that extension. So you better make sure that your players, Derek Favors and George Hill, are actually uh, on the same line with you of what their value is, on the same line with you of what the the advantages of signing that extension are, because if they're not and you hold a bunch of free agent money to be able to sign that, you just made a colossal mistake. So you got to make sure you're pretty clear on what that is. And that, I think, might we might learn a little bit on how the Jazz approach this. If they don't leave that money, then it's pretty clear they didn't think they could get that done. Because I would think that there's a good priority to getting favors in Hill signed, but you've got to make sure you're going to be able to do it. All right, that is today's edition of Locked on Jazz Midnight. 10 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Pacific. The Jazz will be firing ahead and uh, jetting their efforts toward the best of they can get and uh, trying to fire up everything. We'll see how it plays out. I'll be monitoring uh, with you uh, on Twitter and here maybe a possible special Locked on Jazz podcast coming your direction on Saturday and Sunday, but we'll be back with you tomorrow for what's taking place over midnight. It is Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. If you'd like to advertise, email me at dlock at 9 at gmail.com. And thanks so much for all the reviews. Please leave a review. Write out a few nice words. That makes a big difference on the iTunes metrics as well as the five stars. Thank you very much. Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts and hit that subscribe button.